This is a health warning from Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain-relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team of experts will handle all paperwork and we'll deliver it for free 800-507-1148 your pain relieving back brace may be covered by medicare at little or no cost to you call our hotline now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy to use pedometer 800-507-1148 800-507-1148 little to no cost with full insurance payment copay and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last Is it time? Let's do this. It's time for Real Golf Radio, the longest-running nationally syndicated golf show in the country. With insights and experience of professional golfer Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper, and the passion and, uh, well, fun of Brian Taylor. Nice. Here they are, the hosts of Real Golf Radio, Brian and Bob. Hey there, and welcome to this week's edition of Real Golf Radio. Coming up over the next two hours, we'll have some fun with Golf Digest's 13 Dumbest Things in Golf. Uh, you know, one of those is not adjusting your adjustable driver. So we're going to help you out, which is why we've contacted and gotten a hold of our good friend, the Senior Director of Brand Management for Callaway Golf, Dave Neville. He'll stop by with some insights. Plus, the caddy weighs in on the topics of the day and why he was compared to Moses. Yeah, you got to see this. Are you kidding me? Also, we'll give you uh, give us an up close look at Detroit Country Club, the site of this week's first ever Rocket Mortgage Classic. Plus, USGA Championship season rolls on, and we welcome back John Bodenhammer, the Senior Director of Championships for the USGA. Get his take as he looks back on the U.S. Open and the playing of this weekend's U.S. Senior Open at Notre Dame. It's all coming up on a jam packed edition. Plus, Boyd Summerhays, the coach for uh, Tony Finau, stops by. A lot going on this week. On Real Golf Radio, Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, pleased to have you aboard. However, you're accessing the show again, the website is realgolfradio.com. Twitter handle at Real Golf. You can find us at Real Golf Radio on other social media sites as well. Bob, uh, a fun week uh, as we approach the end of June. Uh, we get uh, major season rolls on. We got the Open Championship just about a few weeks away, and and uh, we're starting to kind of gear up a, a little towards that. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. You know, uh, we've only got one more major left in the year, which is this coming month in a couple of weeks. And, uh, and then, and then we're looking towards the tour championship and, uh, and the playoffs. It's, uh, it, this, this year is motoring along quickly. Well, we're going to talk about some of that as we, of course, lead up to the Open Championship, and we're going to get serious in hour two. We've got a bunch of guests to join us, but the, the next couple of segments, this little Golf Digest thing caught my attention. I think it's fun. Pretty funny. Yeah, there's 13 more dumbest because they did this again last year. There's some things I want to get your take on. So are, are you open okay. to that? Can, can we start off with that? Absolutely. I, I mean, I, I, want to, I want to find out if you, because you come from a different perspective, having spent a lot of your time as a professional golfer. Now you're back as an, got your amateur status back, so you can, you can identify a little little bit with me and the rest of us you know amateurs right <laughs> so sometimes we do dumb things i'm sure that you think of but also we want to have fun so we'll talk about all of that coming up next we're going to get into this article it's a lot of fun thanks for joining us brian and bob with you right here on real golf radio 
love crushing the long ball. Well, so do the pros. That's why they play Callaway. And that's why Callaway is now the number one driver on major tours worldwide. Led by the Epic Flash, with Flash Face technology, Callaway used artificial intelligence to completely maximize distance and deliver ball speed you didn't even know was possible. Basically, they used crazy science to solve very important things like hitting more bombs. What a world. Go own the tee box like the pros. Build your Epic Flash driver today at CallawayGolf.com. Golf course superintendents are the unsung heroes of our great game. Due to the game's efforts, we now have turf that needs less water, courses that are more sustainable, with many now offering natural wildlife habitats. From the days of old Tom Morris, golf course superintendents have given golfers a reason to love this great game. But don't take my word for it. Jack Nicholas agrees. If you love golf like I do, thank a golf course superintendent. A message from the Golf Course Superintendents Association of America and local superintendents everywhere. What kind of golf ball are you playing? The one you've always played or the one that can actually help you perform better? Because Chrome Soft is the only ball with a graphene-infused dual soft fast core to give you the unheard of combination of crazy long distance that's also incredibly soft. It's why tour guys like Phil Mickelson, Xander Shoffley, and Francesco Molinari keep winning with it. And now Chrome Soft X is available with triple track technology for improved alignment. Get the ball that changed the ball today at CallawayGolf.com. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shadow Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now, or check it out at OGO.com. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. This segment brought to you by Callaway and the Chrome Soft, Chrome Soft X. It's the ball that changed the ball and uh, available now with triple track technology. Check it out at CallawayGolf.com. Anyway, thank you for joining us here and uh, appreciate you accessing the show however you do on one of our uh, podcast sites, one of our great affiliate radio stations that pick us up on a weekly basis or on our Twitter feed at Real Golf, website realgolfradio.com. That's how you can grab us and uh, certainly comment and give us your thoughts and opinions as well. We definitely appreciate that. All right, Bob, some, some of the things I want to get into today are coming from an article from Golf Digest. 
most of the time we're talking specifically about what's happening currently on the PGA Tour and, sure. and that sort of thing. But I think it's worth noting uh, that there are some things that are outside of just regular tournament golf that are worth discussing in this game that we love, right? Uh-huh. And one of the things that caught my attention this week was an article that was put out by Michael Johnson with Golf Digest, and it said 13 more of the dumbest things in golf. You and I both took a look at this. Yeah. And I, I think it's great because the there are a lot of things that you sometimes scratch your head about, right? I mean, one right. of the things, you know, rules are one thing. Certainly rules dominate the, the conversation oftentimes. You know my feeling on the dumbest rule in golf, and that is ended up in a div in the middle of the fairway. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I can't remember. Do you disagree or agree with me on that rule? Are you a traditional play it as it lies, or do you think you know you'd be okay with getting a relief out of that? No, I think you play it as it lies. You're sticking to that. I'm sticking to it. Yes, I am. But what is the what is your reasoning? Like ultimately, just tradition, or do you really feel that that is an integral part of the game? Well, I think um, you know anytime you. Anytime you hit a golf ball, you, there's not really much you can do to it once it once it leaves the club face or whatever. So where it ends up is where it ends up. And if you're in the fairway and unfortunately you get in a divot, I'm sorry. that That's just what happens. It's called rub of the green. Yeah, but it's not really rub of the green because people say, well, you got to play the same golf course as everyone else. Well, that's not necessary because the guy, group before you – that created that divot didn't have that divot before. So it's, it's a different Well, everybody has the ability to hit it in that divot too. No, not, not the, no, that divot wasn't, but you can not make that it, particular one, but any others that are on the golf course. But that's my point. So it's a, actually a different golf course than what it, the, the conditions are different than what you found them. That, that's all I'm saying. So anyway, well, we, we can well, argue about shot, that. Each shot you hit on a golf course, whether you're into the wind or downwind or whatever, the conditions do change every, every shot. I'll give you that. I'll give you that, but so. your lie doesn't change. It's a hard enough game that if you hit it where you're supposed to, you shouldn't get penalized. That's all I'm telling you. Okay. So that, that's my point. But anyway, we could argue that. Speaking of rules, the first thing that they mentioned that Michael Johnson mentions in this article on Golf Digest, yeah. you can check it out, golfdigest.com, uh, the new double hit rule. I was kind of surprised that he started with this because, again, there's been some scrutiny around the rules, and there's been a lot of changes to the rules of golf for 2019. The double hit rule was one where I just kind of went, Huh, okay. I, mean, I didn't really give it a second thought. He leads with the new double hit rule. He, he does, and that's pretty interesting. Uh, and his whole premise behind it is that the second hit, not the first one that, that the ball pops up out of whatever, but the second hit is actually like a free shot. And I, and I, I, I don't understand what he's talking about. How because, do you execute that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How do you execute that shot and make it happen? I mean, I, if you, I would imagine if you practice it numerous times that, uh, that you might be able to time it perfectly and that kind of thing. But you know, um, wait, 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 do you, you honestly think you could practice that shot numerous times? Let's go back to the first conversation we we're just having about irregular yeah. lies. If you're going to double hit it, it most likely is coming out of the, some rough, right? A bad lie. Probably. Like, yes. Like typically your club gets held up a little more than you thought. So you give it a little, uh, and it catches it on the follow through ball doesn't come out very far and it catches it on the follow through, right? The yes. TC Chen. Correct. And he uses that example. I it does. I, and he said he said T.C. Chen was better off after the second hit than he was 
than he was um, just having to hit it once. And and TC Chen on the second hit, the ball goes left. It doesn't go. It doesn't. I mean, it doesn't go at the hole. And that's and that's my whole premise is by the time you come through it with your with your with your swing and the club's coming up, the club face is aiming to the left. So you're not actually getting any free shot or getting it much closer to the hole because of that. That's like saying that if you shanked one, Cole shank it from the side of the green, it goes straight right, 90 degrees to your target, hits the rake on the green side bunker, and kicks back onto the green, that that somehow should be a penalty. (laughs) Because you, Uh, you ended up better off after hitting the rake. I mean, it's just the double hit is a missed shot any way you look at it, and I can't imagine anyone trying to execute that to improve their situation. I agree, hundred percent. All, right. All right, so we're going to move on from that one. I, is it? Is it? A, I, I, well, I'm going to go with an. I'm going to go with a disagree. It's not I a agree. dumb rule. Yes. I think it makes sense. It's all in the course of a swing, and it's very unlikely to be something that's developed. All right. So the new USGA rule is a double hit is not a second shot. Right. It's all part of the first shot. It's all part of the first shot. All right. So number two they list is iron covers. This is Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'll let you start with this one. <laughs> you know, when you see someone with iron covers, you can guarantee they are not a single digit handicap. Really? Yes. What if you came across a single digit handicapper with iron covers? I would say, what are you thinking? <laughs> <laughs> it is a mystery, right? I, I, oh my goodness! First of all, it's a management nightmare, like like managing the the putting them back on and stuff like that, right? It's already oh, yeah. trying to keep track of three large head covers that cover your your fairway metals or driver is one thing, but these little teeny plastic or neoprene covers. First of all, they look silly. Second of all, I, trying to keep track of them is a challenge. Or or if they're really nice leather ones, I don't care. They look. Like you're a rookie. <laughs> Is it like carrying the bag on the wrong the wrong direction on your shoulder? Oh yes. Is that in the same? Yeah. You know, you know how those guys carry the bag on their shoulder and they have their hand holding the front of the strap. Yeah. Oh you yeah. Know, yeah. Right. Right by the right by where the driver and clubs are coming out. Yeah. yeah that's what. It. It so the club heads are going the wrong way. They're going backwards. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this kind of fits right into, uh, and you know what? Michael Johnson makes a good point here. He says, uh, when, you're, when you start searching for, uh, let's see, he, he says that it's going to take some time, but this is the line I liked. He said, um, uh, the lunacy of trying to coddle instruments that regularly plow into the turf and strike a golf ball at full force. Yes. <laughs> so you don't want to ding them. Hey, no. I'm all, by the way, I'm all for keeping your putter cover on. That, the thing that cra- is Absolutely. crazy to me is someone spends $400 on a putter and they just chuck it in their bag and let their irons bang on it and nick and ding it all up. To me, that, I, I don't get that part. So I got another one. All if right. you spend four or $500 on a driver, okay, I, I don't leave my if, – if I'm playing a regular round of golf, I, take, I leave my head cover off because I don't want to put it back on, on all the time. Yeah. But I put my – I put my putter cover back on because I don't want to pull my putter out of the bag and, and ding my driver. Oh, okay. So, yep. Cause it's, you know, it might pop up and hit the head of the driver and nick the, yep. the crown or something like that. All right. Correct. Correct. I, 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 well, I do it cause I don't want my putter getting dinged up, but other people don't care. They think that's part of the wear and tear and the love affair of having a, your club for a long time. I don't know. Personalized, yep. I guess. So along this line, we'll skip ahead to one of his uh, further down was, 
uh, ball retriever. Because that's, oh. that's in the same category as iron covers is ball retriever, wouldn't you say? Yes, I agree. You know you're in big trouble when you have a ball retriever in your bag and you're always digging for golf balls in the lake or a pond. Pond's good for you. Pool in a pond. Yeah. Pond's good for you. Yeah. Hey, you know, and, and, and Michael acknowledges that golf balls are expensive and that's fine. But, you know, maybe if you have to, uh, my favorite one is if you have to regrip your head cover or your uh, ball retriever every year, yeah. that's, you know, they're saying something, right? Well, you know, the other one is, is a guy walks along the edge of a pond or whatever, and he sees a golf ball down there about five or six feet. Now he runs back to his cart to grab his ball retriever because now he's going to start fishing every golf ball that he sees the whole way around the pond. It's like finding a penny on the ground. (laughs) 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 All right. Those are just some of them. We'll we'll talk more about, look, we're not, Hey, look, if you enjoy fishing golf balls, you know what? Good for you. Go do it. Look, I'm not to tell you what you're going to do or not, but it is, on the dumb side. I'll agree with the Golf Digest article. It does fall into the part of the dumb things about our game. If you hit it Just in the pond, don't do it while you're playing your round of golf. You know what? I'll Thank you. I'll appreciate that. For pace of play reasons, keep it going. All right, yep. listen, we got to take a short break. More Real Golf continues next. Thanks for joining us. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you right here on Real Golf Radio. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. 
Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. Make you into golf, the place to shop for dads and grads with their summer savings sale happening now. Get custom fit for free with the Cobra King F9 Speedback Driver, the ultimate formula for speed, making it the fastest and longest Cobra driver ever. And measure your distance with Bushnell GPS and rangefinders and save up to $70. Choose from the Phantom, the Hybrid, or the Tour V4 Shift. Uinta Golf is your place to shop for the hottest golf gear this summer. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. Well, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. This segment brought to you by Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. When it comes to major championships, WGC events, and uh, PGA Tour and Tour events worldwide, more players choose Odyssey than any other putter in golf. Check out Odyssey Golf and the new Stroke Lab putters at odysseygolf.com. All right, uh, we appreciate you joining us here. And again, uh, coming off of a fun segment as we were just getting through, or just getting started, I should say, with... The article on Golf Digest this uh, week that was posted on Twitter by Michael Johnson, 13 dumbest things in the game of golf. And again, he put more, 13 more of the dumbest things in golf because they did this again last year. So what we've already talked about is the new double hit rule, which we kind of didn't agree that that was dumb, that we're good with that. Iron covers. Yes, we agree. That's that. Brutal. Yeah, don't, don't, just don't do it. Um, (laughs) Number three. The starter. Oh, and then going along with that was the uh, the ball retrievers. Ball retrievers. Yeah, ball yep. retrievers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the starter spiels. This is number three. I thought this was interesting. I, I guess <laughs> I guess I didn't realize that this bugged me until I read this. But you know what we're talking about. You pull up to the first tee, and there's the guy there. He's the volunteer, and he says, "Hey, golfers, ever played this course before?" And then he goes into his spiel about all kinds of things and the history of it, and where you can find water and bathrooms, and you know, he just kind of goes on and on and on. I I know he's trying to be helpful, and he's most most likely volunteering so that he can come back and play free golf a couple times a week. But man, they love to tell the story, don't they? Oh, they love to go on and on and on and on. It's brutal. Um, you know, it's uh, – I, I I just love getting up on the first tee, not have to worry about anybody else. Just just get at it and go play some golf. But sometimes it's, it's difficult because they just delay the inevitable of you being able to hit a, a drive down the fairway. And it can get really frustrating. And how many times have you actually seen anyone use the ninety degree rule? Right. No, I, and I'm not saying that that's that that's the dumb thing. Ninety degree rule is actually a good thing, especially under certain conditions, course conditions. But nobody does it. And I'm guilty. I'll be like, hey, this is ninety degrees to something, especially when the cart path is not <laughs> like straight shot to the green. So it's ninety degrees to somewhere you can create a 90 degree angle off of anything but anyway the point being is don't be out there doing donuts in the middle of the fairway but yeah the guy i mean look uh hats off and appreciate all you who volunteer on golf courses to make it all work for us but you know maybe kind of keep it and don't turn it into a comedy routine too that that's the other thing is you know or hey i can guess by uh, look at that driver you guys must be good you don't need to do that either it's okay 
All right, speaking of, let's go to number four, $100 leather head covers. A good friend of mine is not going to appreciate this one being on there because his company <laughs> is, in fact, selling $100 leather head covers. But, uh, you know, Michael Johnson says, how did this ever become a thing? Sure, they look amazing and probably have people thinking you're better, a better player than you are. However, unless you have an affinity for lighting money on fire, there's no reason on earth to dole out a Benjamin for a head cover, regardless of what logo's on it. What's listen, your thoughts? Listen, um, you know, Head covers are kind of cool because they can be personalized and all that kind of thing. Leather, uh, you know, if if you're somebody that appreciates nice things, leather head covers are pretty cool. Um, especially, you know, whether they're stars and stripes or if they're like, I mean, we, you and I were looking at stuff at Pebble Beach yeah. during the U.S. Open. Um, some of that stuff's pretty cool. It's just, you know, a hundred bucks for a head cover or a leather head cover is is a little bit of a, a gulp, you know, as far as a price tag is concerned. But I do think they're pretty cool. Okay, I'm with you on this category because here here hats off to those who and I'll throw links and kings out there. I'll just throw the name. Like there yeah. it was local guy, Adam Heindorf and Titleist bought it. Good for them. I mean it was it's been a great thing for him. He puts out some cool stuff. I bought my dad actually a Links and Kings um, valuables bag pouch. Yep. And it, I just, I can sit and just smell that thing. It smells so good. It's just amazing. Anyway, <laughs> um, a good for those guys creating a category that captures a larger margin and provides a higher end product for a market segment. That's asking for it. That's the bottom line. You're not yep. trying to sell hundred dollar head covers to guys that just can't afford it. There's guys that, as he says, unless you want to light money on fire, look, I see these guys light a lot bigger dollars on fire than a hundred dollar head cover. Guys want it. They'll pay 400, $500 for a pair of shoes. They're going to chuck a $500 driver in the pond. Cause they're mad. Cause they're going to go buy another one the next day. I have no problem with you. If you, if people are buying them, Hey, produce the product and they don't look silly. It's you not know, like, it's not like a, an iron cover for instance. Right. So, so the head covers I don't have a problem with, but where I do have a problem with is leather golf bags that you have to add another zero to that hundred bucks. Oh, really? You, you draw the line at that? A thousand dollar golf bags? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wow. something I, I really wouldn't drop $1,000 I know you would, on. I know you wouldn't, but there are people that would. So again, if there's a market for yeah. it, put it out there. It's a okay. serious, it's anyway. All right. Uh, poker chip ball markers. Um, this is one I think you and I are going to uh, get into it a little bit. I, I kind of think it's cool. Like from a souvenir standpoint, I think it's a great little souvenir piece. Uh, it, it, they're, they're, Everybody uses them as marketing tools now. Sure. And I can appreciate that being in a marketing industry, but you know, the poker chip is for one thing, if you throw it down on the green and you want to walk around, Okay. I know you're going to light me up for this, but if you wanted to look at the, your mark from the other side, you can certainly see it easier. Most people would say, and I can, I can see you coming a mile away, Bob. If you're going to be a guy that's going to read putts from the other side of the hole, you shouldn't have a poker chip ball mark. Okay, I'm with you. Or if you're a poker chip ball mark guy, you shouldn't be reading the putts from the other side putts of the hole. Putts from the other side of the hole, I'm yep. with you, but what, what's your take? Are you for or against the poker chip ball marker? You know, I think about a poker chip ball marker, and I think of I think of Happy Gilmore and how his caddy used to have bricks crackers. <laughs> okay, they're about the same size. They're about the same size, and they look like a manhole cover on the green. And is that egregious? Uh, it is to me, yes. Okay, so I I think you if you're going to go that direction, you have to go secondary mark if you're near the hole. Now our our game, our Chicago group that we play in. They've decided that we're putting it all out. There's no more gimmies because too many people are liberal with the gimmies where others aren't. 
And right. so in order to keep the field fair, we usually have about six groups playing Chicago scoring. And then everybody all meets afterwards and you put your 20 bucks in and you figure it all out. And the random draws on team. It's, it's a, it's a really fun game. Anyway, they decided we're just putting out for Chicago. So now you're seeing a lot of ball marks that are three feet from the hole. The guys might want to mark that sucker because they don't want to miss it and cost their, you know, some money or whatever. So I don't like putting a big old poker chip three feet from the hole. I think you have to, right. if you're going to go poker chip, you got to have a secondary for your short putts. Well, I agree. Um, you know, case in point, we, you know, we got invited to the USGA Media Day, and mm-hmm. they gave us a nice, cool, um, two-tone ball marker that was that was bigger. It was a little bit more like almost a half-dollar size. Not quite, but yeah. But not quite. Susan B. But Anthony, it's a, maybe. It's a great ball marker. I love it, okay? But I always also make sure that I have pennies in my pocket or dimes in my pocket when I play, you know, with friends or in a golf tournament or something like that. Like you said, so that when I get close to the hole, I can I can mark it with something smaller, so it doesn't really get in the way. Mm. All right, all right, I'm with you. I you've told me stories too, Bob, from back in the day on tour. The guys would put a quarter down, and other guys would go and put a penny over the top of it because they don't like the, the shine. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, to me, that's a little particular. But is that how big? I wonder how much how prevalent that still is on tour. I don't think it is the glare I don't or non glare prevalent at all. Okay. All right. So there you go. That was on number six uh, is mandatory golf carts. You know, they're basically saying you can't play the course unless you pay unless you take a cart. Uh, they're saying, look, it's fine if you need the revenue, uh, charge a trail fee, if you, but still allow somebody to walk if they want to walk. OK. And, mo- and most clubs will allow you to do that if you're playing a country club. Um, definitely if you're playing a daily fee or, a, um, you know, type of golf course, a municipal golf course, that kind of thing. You know, you'll see a lot of people walking and stuff like that. But some of the upper-end clubs, you got to take a cart. And uh, I, I'm not one way or the other on it. Yeah, I don't know that I care so much on that one. I, I will say that some of the mountain courses that I've played, if you the distance to go from one green to the next tee, for instance, can be quite the traverse. Uh, you got to be a bit of a Sherpa if you don't have a cart. So just keep that in mind. Yep. All right, number seven, never adjusting your adjustable driver. This is interesting because, uh, you know, he points out that the USGA allowed this to ha- happen back in 2008, uh, provide some greater flexibility and golf club adjustability. To, to, you and I have talked about this. The adjustability yep. and those sleeves that they put on there um, to be able to switch shafts and things like that. To me, that's one of the best inventions in modern golf history because it does allow you to quickly and easily change up your settings rather than having to glue it in, wait for it, that type of thing. It essentially provides a, almost a mini tour truck experience yes. right there for you. Yeah, and, and you know, it's interesting because sometimes you might not be swinging well and you need, you need some help with the adjustability of it. At other times, your swing is just grooved and the ball is just, is just like cranking so, um, and, and going straight. So the nice thing about it is you can adjust it a little bit. Um, but, uh, for the most part, once, once you're fit and you get that thing dialed in correctly, take, you know, get it, using a bucket of balls to, to get that driver fixed and, and, and put in the right position. Once, once, once you're fit, you really don't need to adjust it after that point. Yeah. We'll get through some of the rest of these. In fact, we'll talk more about this coming up next. Dave Neville, senior brand manager for Callaway golf. He's going to join us coming up next. We'll get his take on this adjustability and i'm curious bob what are the percentages i'm sure dave will know what are the percentages of players who buy adjustable drivers that never actually 
try yeah. adjusting them at all. That'd be pretty interesting to so, find out. Yeah, so we'll talk to Dave about that, plus get his take on uh, how the Epic Flash driver is doing. So uh, some insights on equipment and continue our conversation on the 13 dumbest things in golf. Coming up next as we continue right here on Real Golf Radio. Hey guys, losing your hair sucks, and I should know. I've lost mine. And two out of three guys will experience hair loss by the time they're 35. Well, it might be too late for me, but it's not too late for you. Now there's Keeps, the easiest and most affordable way to keep the hair you have. These FDA-approved products used to cost so much, but now, thanks to Keeps, they're finally inexpensive and easy to obtain. For five minutes now and starting at just 10 bucks a month, you'll never have to worry about your hair loss again. So you just sign up, it takes less than five minutes, answer a few simple questions, snap a couple photos, and you complete your online doctor consultation. A licensed physician will review your info. They'll recommend the right treatment for you, and then it's shipped right to your door every three months. Keeps offers generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products that are out there. And Keeps treatments are up to 90% effective at reducing and stopping further hair loss. So if you suffer from hair loss, the last thing you want to do is wait to see a doctor. For a limited time, you receive your first month of treatment for free. Go to Keeps.com slash golf. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash golf. Do it today. Keeps.com slash golf. This is an urgent health notice for all residents suffering from back, neck, knee, and wrist pain. You may qualify for a pain-relieving brace at little or no cost to you, but the deadline is fast approaching. Simply call the Health Alert Hotline now. You heard right. You may qualify for a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace. These items may even be covered by Medicare or your private insurance. The Health Alert Hotline is your brace company. These specialized braces have been tested for pain relief. Call us toll-free right now to determine your eligibility and to learn how to use your private insurance or Medicare to minimize your out-of-pocket cost. Don't wait. If the deadline passes, you may lose your opportunity to get a pain-relieving back, neck, knee, or wrist brace at little or no cost to you. 800-430-9571. 800-430-9571. That's 800-430-9571. New Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline not only helps keep your engine running like new, it can also help you win big. When you fill up as a Fuel Rewards member, you'll be automatically entered in the Shell Great Gas Giveaway after purchasing 8 gallons or more, where you can win one of thousands of prizes, including free fuel for a year. To join, download the Fuel Rewards app or go to fuelrewards.com slash win. In engines that continuously use Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. No purchase necessary. Motion ends 9-1-19. See official rules at fuelrewards.com slash win for how to enter by mail and all details. Let me ask you a question. How do you feel about genetically modified ingredients? Don't like them. Artificial flavors and colors? No thanks. Clean ingredients? Now that I like. When you care about what's in things and what's not, shouldn't your vitamins be clean too? Sundown vitamins are all clean all the time. Non-GMO, free of gluten and dairy, with colors and flavors from real food. We even have USDA certified Sundown Organics and kids vitamins too. When you're living clean, choose clean with Sundown Vitamins at supermarkets, drugstores, or on Amazon. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. You started it. That's real golf radio. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. Uh, once again, website's realgolfradio.com. Twitter handle at realgolf, and we appreciate you being with us. As promised, we're going to talk a little bit of technology and equipment with our good friend Dave Neville from Callaway Golf. And he is the, let's see if I can get this right, the Senior Director of Brand Management 
for Callaway Golf. Pretty much all of the products except putters, if I've got that right. And he joins us right now. Dave, how are you, man? Good to be with you, BT. Uh, first time you got it right, but the first time's a charm, my friend. <laughs> well, it's a long title, and you know, well, well deserved. So I'm not taking anything away from you. Thanks, so, buddy. Hey, congratulations on the early success. Uh, I should say early. We're about halfway through the year, but certainly it's been a good year so far. We've been talking on the show how um, Callaway and the Epic Flash is the number one driver on tours worldwide. Uh, what else? Uh, I, I know it's been hitting the, the books and the charts uh, everywhere else as well. Tell us about some of the success with Epic Flash. Yeah, Epic Flash has been uh, on fire, and it, it's pretty cool to have the number one driver on the on the worldwide tour. So you can look at the PGA Tour, and we've talked about this before. you got a lot of guys, almost every guy under contract there. But then you can look at the other tours, like the Champions Tour, LPGA Tour, even the European Tour, and a lot of the Asian tours where there's not as many players under contract. We have more wins than any other manufacturer. We have more wins by non-staffers than any other manufacturer. And you look at people who are they're not necessarily getting paid to, to play. They can play whatever driver they want, and it's been the epic flash. So that's a huge thing. It's been a lot of years since we've been been number one. We're really, really proud of it, and it's uh, showing up in the marketplace as well. And and it's not only it's not only the Epic Flash driver, but that blends into other golf clubs as well. It being number one. Yeah, for sure. So we've uh, we're on a good run. We got the number one driver with the number one fairway wood, number one iron, number one hybrid, number one putter. Uh, number two golf ball, number two in the wedges. So uh, won a really, really nice role, but always the, the driver is the one that, that people uh, look to. So we're really proud of that. Well, congratulations. And again, uh, proud to be uh, really probably the biggest reason for that success is Real Golf Radio advertising. So we, we appreciate, uh, you know, I mean, we don't want to take credit, but we, you know, we just should throw that out there. It's all you guys, and we appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, and uh, of course, we acknowledge that uh, Callaway. If you listen to the show, you know Callaway's uh, our title sponsor, and we certainly appreciate the relationship. We had Karen Stupples on the show last week. I love visiting with her, and we were talking to her a little bit about it. And she says, "You know, I've been with Callaway for such a long time. They've been great. Love their golf clubs, and they're 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 great partners." So uh, we kind of have reminisced a little bit about uh, about that in common as well. So anyway, just wanted to pass that on to you. Um, Hey, Dave, so one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about is we're having some fun this week with the Golf Digest article. Michael Johnson um, put out the, the 13 dumbest things in golf. And, you know, it's kind of, I guess, it's, it's fun to, to take a little shot at the game because we all, we kind of all have some fun with it. And we're like, you know, that's a head scratcher. And, and you know, one of the things we mentioned were, were iron, or that he mentions in here, iron covers. Uh, that's one uh, where, you know, they put the iron covers on every single iron. Um, they, he, they talk about the poker chip ball marker, which, you know, by the way, I know Bob hates that. I don't really have a huge problem with the poker chip ball marker unless you don't have a secondary ball marker for when you're like three feet from the hole and you're going to mark it for whatever reason. 100% agreed on that. 100% agreed. Okay. It, right. But my, my contention is it looks like a manhole cover sitting on the green. <laughs> Especially if you put it in your buddy's line. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but uh, anyway, one of the things that did, that did come up, which I thought was uh, worth uh, getting your uh, insight on, is not adjusting your adjustable drivers. I thought that was interesting. Like he noted that one of the things that, that's dumb is that you have this incredible technology at your fingertips and no one ever messes with it. What's your response to that? Do you are you in the camp from a manufacturer standpoint of wishing the guys would tinker more with it, or are you pleased that they like it, they set it, and forget it? 
Well, there's two ways to look at it. You know, if they went and they got fit by, by a top fitter or somebody who really knows what they're doing and they're on a launch monitor and track man and they get them dialed in and it's working for them, that's great said it and forget it. I think what Mike Johnson was talking about the article is people who buy them off the rack and then never try to adjust it, never try to dial in what they're, they're doing. I mean, you were talking about how you took the sliding weight out on the range and you're trying the full toe and the full heel. And that's a great thing about the Epic Flash driver. You do have the slider and you can see up to 20 yards of curvature difference by going full toe to full heel. So why not try it? You know, if you wanted to hit that draw, put it in the draw setting, move that slider down, give it a shot. So I do agree with the article there. We found that I think it's, it's close to like 58 to 60% of players never adjust their driver, mm. even though the, the driver is adjustable. So that is a little crazy to us, but once you get it dialed in, that's cool, but, but have some fun with it. Have some fun out on the range with it. Yeah, uh, you know, he talked about getting a bucket of balls and just trying a, a bunch of different stuff, trying it with, uh, with you know, the the lofts, trying it with the face angle settings, trying it with, uh, like you said, moving that slider back and forth. You know, I, I played a, a a few days in the a few times in the last couple of days, and I I've noticed that when I had it normally I have it set all the way to the toe um, because I don't like like Brian said I don't I don't want the ball going left. Um, I like just a little slight draw, but when I would hit it and I would look at it and it was falling right or fading a little to the right. So I've moved mine back a little bit more to center line. And now I get that nice little draw again. There's a lot of people who think that it's just the marketing gimmick that it doesn't, it doesn't work, you know, which is amazing because I'll get out there with my buddies on the range and then have them try it like you did. And it really does make a difference. You got a 17 gram tungsten weight back there in the slider, plus the adjustable hosel, which can change the face angle and it can change the lie angle as well. So there's a lot that you can uh, adjust by it. And it's definitely worth trying. We actually have videos out on CallawayGolf.com. Now, now, Brian, I will note this. Some of our most watched videos are how to adjust the OptiFit hosel in your driver. So mm. people are very interested in it. And all of the wrenches come with the uh, instructions and what all of the settings are. But I think some people are just, uh, they're just afraid to mess with it. Across the board, Dave, I've, as I've talked to different club fitters or different pros, club pros, they say that the, 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 OptiFit, is that what you called it? Mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. that that is the best in the industry, uh, which is which is interesting. And that was just that was just me kind of you know having conversations, not trying to direct the conversations. But I, I do notice that it's it's a little different than some of the other brands. Kind of talk about what are some of the unique things about that OptiFit. Yeah, that's a really interesting one, um, and I'm glad you said that because we do consumer research and also with our pros, and I've asked them, what should we change on the OptiFit hosel, and they basically said nothing. They like the way uh, that it works. It really is one of the easiest ones to use in the industry. Now, with our the, the new one that we have in the Big Bertha hybrid and also in the Flash fairway wood it's the same adjustability but it's a lighter hosel it's shorter and it's lighter that saves us about seven grams in the fairway and 13 grams in the in the hybrid so we have that optifit three system but basically it's eight different settings that you can put it in so it's not too complicated you know there's some manufacturers that, that have way more settings but but you need a chart to figure it out literally you need a chart and there's others that just don't have that independent loft and and lie adjustability so for example, if you use an align grip, you can use that with our hosel because of the way the hosel lines up. It, you don't need to have a 
360 grip. And I know that's right. something that frustrates a lot of golfers with other companies' uh, systems is they have to use a, a 360 grip. But you have that draw setting. You can go, you can do plus two, you can do minus one in terms of the, the loft. So just very easy to, uh, to use so it's not just fitters who can use it. I love that you pointed that out because one of the most frustrating things oftentimes is if you change the setting, now your grip looks like it's sideways, for instance, um, and, and that's right. not the case. So it, it is important to mention, though, and, and I realize I actually knew this, but I made the mistake tinkering the other day just quickly on the range. I didn't put that line. I didn't line up the little line. And, and it's yes. so cool that you have that. And I realized as I went to look down at my drive, I'm like, wait a minute, my grip's off. My grip's never off. And then I looked and I was like, oh, shoot, I missed the line. So I just made that quick step back and, and there we go. Talk about that little, is that, is that yeah, the intention so of that? On the, on the head, there's a little dash and then you have your setting. So you could have your plus one draw, for example. Then underneath it, there's another dash that's actually on the, the hosel of the, of the shaft. So as long as you have those two dashes lined up, your grip is going to be on straight. So if you're using the, the the align grip, which is the stock grip for the for the flash, you'll always have it lined up in the in the right area. And if you see that that dash is not in there, it's going to be off to the side. It's going to be crooked, so to speak. But a lot of other companies, there the loft and light doesn't work independently, so you're required to have a 360 grip. So a lot of players like multi compound grips. Well, you can't really use them uh, with other companies. You can only use it in one setting, so to speak. You know, the other thing I, I really think is cool is you, you talked about plus and minus and that kind of thing. You know, I carry I carry two fairway woods. I carry a three wood and a five wood. And the thing I like is that I can add a, a degree of loft to my 18 degree uh, five wood to to fill in that gap. And and so, um, you know, if, if guys are having a tough time getting the ball elevated or something like that, they can increase the loft a little bit and, and be able to get the ball up in the air. Yeah, it's all about uh, yardage gapping, especially when you the three-wood, the five-wood, as it gets into the hybrids. You don't want people hitting the clubs all the same distance. So by having this adjustability, which we have in the, the flash fairway woods, you can take that three-wood. We see a lot of people take that three-wood, and they take it from 15 degrees to 16 degrees, which helps them get it airborne. Or like you say, they take the five-wood and give you that extra gapping, taking it to, to 19 degrees so it blends well to the hybrid. So that's the great thing about the adjustability not only easy to use, but it helps set up your gapping in the bag. Dave Neville joining us here on Real Golf Radio. It's, uh, that's some insider stuff right there. So, again, number seven on Golf Digest, uh, dumbest things about golf, never adjusting your adjustable driver. The technology's there. It's available for you. Of course, we, we advocate custom fitting all the time. But um, tinker around with it, man. Have some fun. It's, it's fun anyway. And, by the way, don't forget to torque wrench and listen for the click. I've seen, <laughs> I've seen that happen more than one time. you got to have the click, huh? Yeah, you got to have the click. People think that uh, the click is coming from the head of the driver. It's actually coming from the, the torque wrench. We have set up the torque wrench to a certain amount of pressure, so you can click it once. Twice is okay, too. More than that is, is too much. Um, but if you don't click it, uh, you could have a driver head going down the uh, driving range. Yeah. That's, that's no bueno. You don't want that. All right, hey, Dave, uh, one last thing that he mentions on dumbest things is cut down clubs for juniors. How would you address that? Yeah, cut down clubs for juniors are, are not a good idea. I've got uh, three juniors I got in my house, three three under uh, four. So 
uh, we do have the XJ Junior sets, and this year we've rolled out a new set that are by height, and we have three different heights, so that's really going to help because we used to do it by age, but frankly, you could have a six-year-old that's tall, you could have one that's short, different lengths of arms, so we're actually doing the sets by height now. If you take if you take a 130-gram shaft and you cut it down for your, your six- or seven-year-old and then they can't swing it, I mean, that's just not a good thing to do from a safety standpoint, and also they're not going to be able to get the ball up in the air, so you really got to have the, the dedicated junior clubs. Yeah, I like it. You can check it out at CallawayGolf.com. Dave Neville, Senior Brand Manager for Callaway, and again, I uh, really appreciate you taking some time. It's always good to visit with you, man. Good to be with you guys, as always. All right, Thanks, there you Dave. go. Dave Neville joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Again, more on that. If you missed any part of the interview, go to our website, realgolfradio.com, Twitter feed at Real Golf, or any of the podcaster sites. You can find it right there, and you can find Dave on Twitter as well at DNevs. GC, I believe, if that's correct. But you'll find him. Dave Neville, Callaway Golf on Twitter. Give him a follow and a really, really good guy. All right, we'll take a short break. More Real Golf Radio continues next. Hi, I'm Brent Brown. When I opened Brent Brown Toyota in 1999, I never dreamed that in 2016 would be Utah's number one volume new car dealership. And in early 2017, when we became the number one Metro Toyota dealership in the entire United States in customer loyalty, you can imagine how proud I was of my team. Simply put, no other dealer in Utah, or in the entire region for that matter, has as many repeat customers as Brent Brown Toyota in Orem. At Brent Brown Toyota, bending over backwards isn't just a slogan, it's our mission. And just because you get our low prices doesn't mean you have to give up on great service after the sale. In fact, people drive from all over Utah and beyond to get our incredible deals, and then they send their friends and family. You don't become number one in the nation by taking advantage of people and then never seeing them again. Excellence both during and after the sale is what keeps our customers coming back again and again. That's probably why Time Magazine recently selected us as the quality dealer of the year for Utah. So if it's time to buy a new car, why not buy from the best? Brent Brown, Toyota, and Orem. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see... 
It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob, thanks to Dave Neville for joining us. Uh, really appreciate him joining us this hour. Caddy will be uh, stopping by in hour number two, the back nine. Be sure to stay tuned for that. Again, website, realgolfradio.com. Twitter handle is at realgolf, and you can find us on all your favorite podcaster sites, iTunes and the likes, and uh, also much appreciate all of our affiliate radio stations for picking us up each and every Saturday morning. Um, all right, Bob, uh, this uh, Golf Digest 13 dumbest things. I'm going to skip right to a major tournament risking running out of daylight. Uh, I, I thought this was really good. You know, we, we saw the Masters this year, and they cite this, that they played it early. They got the Masters done early because they were expecting impending weather, exactly. and if they had put it in the regular broadcast window, it's likely that it could the weather. Now, it turned out the weather might have held off for it. However, they didn't take the chance. The tournament played as normal. It wasn't some funky weather conditions for the final group. It wasn't a big delay and a Monday finish or anything like that. To me, that is paramount. I don't hey, Look, they even rebroadcast, and I think the numbers on the rebroadcast, of course, it's Tiger winning his 15th major, but... The, those numbers were 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 huge and, and and super high. So again, another reason why Augusta is so good at running their tournaments. Yes, um, it's it's important to to for the the events to get out in front of it. The PGA Tour does it on a weekly basis. If if it looks like weather's coming uh, in the forecast and that kind of thing, yeah, it was it was kind of a, a faux pas by the PGA of America in 2014 at Valhalla when it was almost dead dark when they finished. Um, but those things can be averted. Um, it's it's better to do that. Just like the USGA a few weeks ago um, decided that they were gonna, you know, make things a little bit gentler and softer in case you know wind came in and and the golf course got really tough and uh, they didn't want that to happen again. So yeah, get out in front of it and make it a little bit. Uh, uh, Make it make it so we can all see it without it getting too dark. Well, and logistically, you think about it, especially at Augusta. I mean, the tickets yep. are so expensive for people to attend and for them to miss out. It's not feasible. Most most of the time, it's not feasible for people to hang around that many people to hang around for a Monday, you know, finish, for sure. instance. So exactly. It just becomes a really a, quite a logistical nightmare. Now it happens. It's an outdoor sport. It can happen. And if it happens, it happens. But I, I take my hat off to what they were able to do at Augusta this year. All right, that'll do it for hour one. Stay tuned. The back nine is next. Hi, this is Jay Ritchie, the co-host of Tee to Green, the golf show. Be sure to join us every Sunday morning at 7 a.m. Pacific time when we talk golf right here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. 
breaking Supreme Court news. A controversial citizenship question will apparently not be added to the 2020 census based on a Supreme Court ruling that came down just a short time ago. Chief Justice John Roberts joining the court's four liberal justices in a 5-4 ruling against adding a question to the census about whether respondents are U.S. citizens. Legal analyst Andrew Napolitano. This is a significant defeat for the Trump administration and for the president personally, who, of course, wanted this question on there and I think had understandable reasons for wanting it on there. He was speaking on Fox News. The high court also punting a key case involving the political process of drawing congressional districts or gerrymandering. The justices say they can't decide an issue that should be up to state lawmakers. The ruling 5-4, and this is USA Radio News. Between the unbeatable performance and lower operating costs, electric cars are going places like never before. In fact, a survey by Drive Change Drive Electric tells us that 8 out of 10 Northeasterners agree electric is the future of automobiles. Travel expert Zach Houghton. The vast majority of Northeast drivers, about three in four, believe it's important to move towards electric cars, and 88% also want to reduce their vehicle emissions. So while drivers are interested in these cars, the problem is that most of them don't understand how and where to charge or even realize that charging stations are available to them. Houghton told us a new campaign called Destination Electric hopes to change all that by celebrating businesses that support driving electric in communities across the Northeast. Destination Electric businesses all have a storefront detail to alert visitors that charging is nearby. So far, over 100 local businesses have joined Destination Electric to demonstrate their support for electric cars and to let their customers know that they could be charging while they visit. Visit Drive Electric U.S. to learn more. Just before President Trump departed for the G20 summit in Japan, he said of efforts to get a trade deal with China. They want to make a deal. They want to make a deal more than I do. Let me put it that way. That's the president speaking after he called into the Fox Business Network yesterday morning. Now there's a report that the Chinese president will present President Trump with terms for a trade war settlement when the two meet on Saturday at the summit. The Wall Street Journal says the proposed deal calls for the U.S. to lift its ban on selling American technology to the Chinese tech giant Huawei and calls for Trump to remove all tariffs on Chinese imports. Last night at the first Democratic presidential debate, 10 of the hopefuls took the stage in Miami. Tonight, another 10 will be taking that stage, though Bernie Sanders and frontrunner Joe Biden are not taking part in this first debate. The government says the U.S. economy grew at an annual rate of 3.1% in the year's first quarter. And this is USA Radio News. Here's a great deal on MyPillow. When you go to MyPillow.com, click on the two-pack special, type in promo code USA, you'll get two MyPillow premium pillows for $69.98. Now, that's only $34.99 a pillow. You will not get that price anywhere at retail. It's the lowest price ever offered on radio or TV. And like all MyPillow products, 10-year warranty, 60-day money-back guarantee. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the two-pack special, use my promo code USA. A passenger jet's been cleared to continue on to Newark's Liberty Airport in New Jersey after a threat forced it to make an emergency landing in London a few hours ago. Air India says a bomb threat forced that landing of the flight out of Mumbai that was headed to Newark, the plane getting checked out at Stansted Airport and given the okay to keep going. No further details have been released regarding that threat. 
More testimonies being given in the war crimes court martial of Navy SEAL Eddie Gallagher. Another Navy SEAL, Joshua Grafham, was deployed to Iraq with Gallagher, acting as a spotter, and he testified yesterday Gallagher fired his sniper rifle at a man because he thought he was an ISIS fighter, not a civilian. Other witnesses claim Gallagher intentionally fired on Iraqi civilians. Gallagher faces life in prison if he is convicted. It appears a so-called straight pride parade to be held in the city of Boston on August 31st is a step closer to happening. It appears City Hall has signed off on it, but the event does still need some approvals, including from the Boston Police Department and the city's licensing board. Organizers of the parade say it's aiming to celebrate the, quote, diverse history, culture, and contributions of the straight community. Critics of the parade say it's meant to mock the LGBTQ community. And for USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes. This is a health warning from Dr. Approved Medical, America's trusted resource for back braces. If you're 65 or older and suffering from back pain, you may qualify to receive an advanced pain-relieving back brace at little or no cost to you. Many people are now using our pain-relieving back brace as an alternative to surgery or harmful medications and experience pain relief that they haven't felt in years. Don't let your back pain turn into something worse. Remember, if you qualify for no money out of pocket, there's nothing to lose and only real pain relief to gain. Our friendly team of experts will handle all paperwork and we'll deliver it for free 800-507-1148 your pain relieving back brace may be covered by medicare at little or no cost to you call our hotline now and get free shipping plus a complimentary easy to use pedometer 800-507-1148 800-507-1148 little to no cost with full insurance payment copay and deductible supply promo subject to qualification while supplies last The second nine, the finishing holes, the closing stretch. It starts now. Here's the back nine, our number two of Real Golf Radio. With the steady, stripe it down the middle. Make every putt because it's in your blood, Bob Casper. And that better lucky than good handled dragon flipper, Brian Taylor. Here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back in. Hour number two, the back nine of Real Golf Radio. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us. Hey, we had some fun in hour number one. Uh, I can't wait. Caddy's going to join us coming up here in hour two. We'll also catch up with John Bodenhammer, Senior Managing Director of Championships for the USGA. Boyd Summerhays will join us here in just a couple of minutes to get his thoughts on caddying this week. Not for Tony Finau, his star student, but for his son, Preston, who is 16 years young and playing in the Utah Championship presented by Zions Bank this week. On the Corn Ferry Tour, so his first ever professional event. Yeah, well, so it's he's the first for dad and son. But I don't think he turned. He hasn't turned professional yet. But yeah, he's playing in no, his first no, tour no, no, event. No. Is what? Yeah, correct. Yeah. So this yeah. is this. Is, I want some thoughts and from Boyd on what it's like as a dad, but also trying to be a coach, trying to be a caddy, that type of thing. So for all of you parents with juniors out there, this this should be a good one. That's coming up here in just a couple of minutes. But uh, the, I got to ask the caddy because I think of all the dumbest things in golf we talked about. Uh huh. The one that we disagree on most is the poker chip ball mark. Oh, yeah. You're not going Manhole there. cover. Manhole cover. But can't you agree with me that if you have a secondary option for the close mark that you could get away with it? No. Oh, come on, Bob. <laughs> I, I, uh, 
I don't like things much bigger than about a quarter as far as a ball mark is concerned. Um, and then, uh, and then I'll have a penny or a dime in my pocket as well. I think that is the tour player in you. That is probably correct. that's correct. But and I and think the if, poker chip is the amateur player in you. <laughs> I don't. For the record, I I rarely use an actual poker chip, but I do like. I've the, seen it before. I do, but I but if I'm playing, um, you know, I I don't mind throwing it down, but I always have a secondary mark just in case I get up a little closer. Anyway, we'll get the okay. caddy's take on that. He can be the 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 mediator. Yes, the mediator in this discussion. There you go. Yeah. So anyway, that's all straight ahead. We're gonna have some fun. Boyd Summerhays joins us coming up next. Thanks for being with us here on Real Golf Radio. You love crushing the long ball. Well, so do the pros. That's why they play Callaway. And that's why Callaway is now the number one driver on major tours worldwide. Led by the Epic Flash, with Flash Face technology, Callaway used artificial intelligence to completely maximize distance and deliver ball speed you didn't even know was possible. Basically, they used crazy science to solve very important things like hitting more bombs. What a world. Go own the tee box like the pros. Build your epic flash driver today at CallawayGolf.com. The new Chrome Soft is better from tee to green. To maximize control, you need a ball with a soft, thin cover. Chrome Soft has a tour urethane cover, which feels incredible. Under the cover is the mantle. The guys in R&D at Callaway have tuned this layer to produce a more penetrating ball flight from 50 to 125 yards. Distance control in the scoring zone is everything. More control means more birdies. And I like birdies. This is the dual soft fast core. So what does it do? It produces ultra low spin off the driver for incredibly fast ball speed yet the core is still soft enough for you to compress the ball off the long irons. It's extremely soft and extremely fast. That's the secret behind Chrome Soft. The new Chrome Soft from Callaway. It's the ball that changed the ball. We just changed the putter. Now you need to change yours. A multi-material shaft enabled a radical shift in weight distribution, resulting in a putter designed to improve your actual stroke. Because a better stroke helps make more putts. This is a stroke of genius. Stroke Lab from Odyssey, the number one putter in golf. Big Bertha. It's an iconic name. Some of the longest and straightest clubs in all of golf. Well, now, the legend just got even easier to hit. The new Big Bertha irons from Callaway are powered by a suspended energy core, a totally new construction to deliver easy launch, long, consistent distance with incredible sound and feel. This is by far Callaway's easiest-to-launch distance iron ever. Get big-time distance now. Experience Big Bertha irons today at your local golf shop or at CallawayGolf.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio with Brian and Bob. 
All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us here in hour number two of Real Golf Radio. Just a reminder, you can hit us up online at realgolfradio.com. Twitter handle, give us a follow, at Real Golf is where you can find us. And thanks for picking us up on one of the affiliate radio stations or one of the uh, several podcaster sites, however you access the show. Thanks for being with us. And again, a reminder, coming up next month, Next week, actually, we'll Next be on week. the Dan Patrick channel, Sirius XM 211. Uh, you can hit us up there on Saturday mornings. All right, pleased to welcome in our next guest. He's a good friend of the show and has been kind enough to come on with us from time to time. He's uh, an instructor out there with some of the best in the world, including Tony Fino. And some of the guys you may not have heard of, guys and gals, and they happen to also share his last name because they're his kids. And uh, Boyd Summerhay is kind enough to join us right now. Hey, Boyd, how are you, man? Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. How you doing, Brian? How good. you doing, Bob? Yeah, doing great. Doing well, hey, this is a this has been a cool week, a couple weeks for you. I I, I mean, you know, we'll, we'll talk about Tony and and people love Tony and he's a really popular player right now and and uh, we always love to talk about him. But I, I we got to talk about uh, P and G, uh, Preston and Grace Summerhays. I mean, these are teenagers that uh, are your teenagers and they've been doing some pretty cool stuff. You got to be a proud dad right now. Yeah, I'm really excited right now. I mean, everyone's. Uh, known what kind of Preston's done over the last year with the winning the Utah State Am, being the youngest ever, and then shooting uh, 1900 in the US Am qualifying, shooting 60 at Soldier Hollow to, to set the USGA record. But uh, all this time, you know, Grace has been a, a really good player, working hard, and and uh, people knew she was good. But uh, I think because of how good Preston played last summer, maybe. Uh, some things maybe uh, just naturally get overlooked just a little bit because that's just how it is, right? But uh, she's played so good this year. She's starting to uh, get a little bit uh, building her, her own name, and people love following what she's doing. And with her qualifying for the men's state am, shooting a solid seventy three and uh, making it by three, and then making the U.S. Junior, it, it's been really fun for me to see her kind of uh, start to get a little bit of a. Uh, attention and uh yeah i, I think uh preston's pumped for her too because he's he, grace has basically practiced with preston her whole life and preston was caddying for her at the uh utah state am qualifying so yeah as a dad man that was uh pretty cool to see uh, those two do it together so that's that's awesome um and she she made it to the the junior the the junior um by a playoff right yeah, she did. Um, just the day before, two days before, she lost by one to Berlin Long. Berlin Long shot a, a 62, a 10 under at Soldier Hollow to beat Grace by one to go to the uh, PGA Junior. And, uh, you know, it, because that's what I did for a living and that's I coach now, just we understand the ups and downs of golf and sports. They're, they can be pretty tough, right? You can have a lot of sure. missed by ones and – and uh, it was one of those things that, hey, Grace, she shot, you know, seven under in two days. It's not bad golf. She just beat you. She just played better, had a great round, and she's a great player. And, and we've got to don't take some positives out of it and keep moving forward. And so the very next uh, tournament, her and Berlin got in a playoff for the U.S. Junior Qualifying, and uh, she was able to, to beat her for the last spot. And she'll be going back and uh, playing her first U.S. Junior at age 14 in the biggest uh, junior tournament in the world. So that'll be a great experience for her. Boyd Summerhay is joining us here on Real Golf Radio. I'm glad you finally brought up that she's 14 years old, uh, 14 years young, however you want to look at it. As you mentioned, yeah. the youngest and only the fourth woman ever to qualify for the, the men's state amateur in the state of Utah. Pretty cool stuff. I wanted to ask you from, from a perspective. Obviously, Preston, is Preston 16 now? 
Yeah, he's 16. They both turned 15 and 17 this summer. Oh, excellent. So, you know, you've got two of these, your own kids. You teach some of the best in the world. I I see dads, and I went through it as a dad. Bob probably has some even more experience, but more qualified than what I am, of trying to work with your kids and and share the game of golf that you love as a dad and and want so badly for them to get into it and accept it and, and to do well. And yet, I think as dads, we mean well often, but we make a lot of mistakes trying to introduce our kids to the game of golf. What what can you say? What advice to, to all of us can you say for what you've done and, and how you've helped them to grab a, a love of the game? Because if the kids don't love it, they're not going to practice and they're not going to want to play it. What's your, what's your philosophy or what do you like to, to encourage uh, parents when they're working with their, their kids and the juniors? You know, I get asked this off, often and, and it's something I'm passionate about it because it's not like uh, I haven't made my own mistakes either. Right. So I, I, I enjoy trying to give maybe my perspective on what's worked for us, but uh, knowing that don't think that I haven't had my times where I thought, wow, I wish I could have that back. And, and, uh, you know, first off, as far as just getting kids into the game, um, when I would do the junior camps at Davis park, we'd have 50 kids. We'd set it up to where there's prizes, competitions. It was basically only about fun, very limited instruction, right? It was basically trying to hook them on the game. Once you can see someone's hooked on the game, then just having fun isn't enough because we both know, all three of us know, just you go play and you don't play well. If you do that long enough, play poorly at golf, it just gets frustrating. So once your child has a passion for it, and I did that different ways with each kid. I had to reintroduce the game to Grace and try to get her several times. She was a swimmer, but with Preston, I'd have it. he had a cut-down driver, a putter. He always teed up off the fairway because it's easier to hit. Um, he, he had a loaf of bread. He'd feed the ducks. He'd get to drive in the cart. I just wanted him thinking going to the course was fun, <laughs> being with dad. Um, That's awesome. With Grace, she was a swimmer, and she would come play with us, but she didn't love it. She loved swimming. But same kind of deals. I, I tried to get her in camps. I tried to get her in competitions and matches in contests. And that's kind of what finally hooked my daughter was, was competition and um, yeah. uh, building, you know, creative practice sessions that first off weren't a ton about technique once again, but it was about just going up against other players and having something to win and, and play for. And then once I knew they were both hooked on it, then, you know, we do, you can, if you follow me on Instagram and social media, you can tell we do have a ton of fun. But at the same time, they both have really good technique. And so there's that balance of then Preston and Grace enjoy the game because they truly are good at it. And uh, that's where it gets tough as a a parent with their kids is because we just know usually it just doesn't work with kids to to teach our own kids. It's just the only reason why is because we're emotionally attached. We love our kids so much and we truly just want the best. I've really never seen a parent get into it with their kid and thought, man, that's a terrible parent. It's just, we care so much. We're so passionate about our kids and we've invested our, yeah, we, we would do anything for our kids. But I think that would be the piece of advice to me as, as a teacher, anyone that's taken a lesson from me or watched me give a lesson, I don't get frustrated. I would never get frustrated at someone that's paying me to teach them to get better at a very difficult and frustrating game. I'm assuming that they're doing the best they can and I would hope that they know that I'm doing the best I can to help them. Well, with my kids, I've had to remind myself over and over through the years, <laughs> hey, keep the emotion out of it because don't think for a second I haven't had my fair share of bad days or mistakes where things get 
a little too emotional and, and it gets too, it, it goes outside a coach and player relationship. So I think for me, it's kind of like even in the yardage book this week, um, I'm caddying for my son Preston in the, the corn Ferry tour event. And literally I have on my notes to keep me in the right frame of mind, caddy don't coach just caddy. There, we don't need to teach anything during the day, just caddy. Right. And, and just have fun. He plays best when he plays free and just keep myself in the frame of mind because it is hard when you go and with your child and you're trying to truly help them, but it ends up going bad for most parents because of how much we care about our kids and how much we believe in them and how much we love them. Right. That right there was parenting and golf coaching gold right there. If you do nothing else, Listen to that, record it, play it over and over and over again. I think that's terrific advice. Having been there as a parent with a, with a child trying to teach golf, I mean, I think that was really on-the-money stuff, Boyd. Thanks so much for joining. Hey, Boyd, best of luck to you and to Tony, to the kids, to everything that's going on. Really appreciate you taking some time to join us. Hey, thanks. You guys are great. I appreciate what you guys do for Utah Golf and supporting us. So always fun being on with you guys. All right. Good to have you. Boyd Summerhay is joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Short break. We'll continue with the show next. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Make you into golf, the place to shop for dads and grads with their summer savings sale happening now. Score a 50% bonus trade-in on your old clubs towards the purchase of a Titleist TS2 or TS3 driver. And measure your distance with Bushnell GPS and rangefinders and save up to $70. Choose from the Phantom, the Hybrid, or the Tour V4 shift. Uinta Golf is your place to shop for the hottest golf gear this summer. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Introducing the Amazing Rewards for Business 321 program. With the Amazing Rewards for Business Visa credit card from Zions Bank, you earn three points for select business purchases, two points for travel, and one point for all other purchases. Learn more about the Amazing Rewards 321 program at ZionsBank.com or your local Zions Bank. Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. Subject to credit approval, terms, conditions, and restrictions apply. Zions Bank, a division of ZBNA member FDIC. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. 
More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. Hi, fellow sports fans. It's Ned Siegfried. What would we do without sports? Following our favorite sports teams, whether it be the Jazz or the Utes or the Cougs, takes our mind off the many challenges in life. Accidents and their resulting injuries are certainly unexpected challenges that many people are forced to deal with. If you're one of these people, we'd love to talk to you about your situation. Call us at 801-222-2222. We'll talk to you for free. Or visit us at SiegfriedandJensen.com. Now back to Real Golf Radio, talking golf back when 300-yard drives were big. For real, here's Brian and Bob. All right, welcome back to the show. Brian and Bob with you. Thanks for joining us here as we continue. It's uh, time for one of those segments that we love every single week, and we know you tune in to listen specifically for this man. He is America's favorite caddy. There are bag rats. And then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Caddy's joining us right here. Caddy, how are you, bud? I'm Peachy. (laughs) That's his favorite one. Peachy? Yeah, Peachy. Yeah. Hey, you know what? Um, I know why you're Peachy. I got a little text from you over the week, and it, you, you got a little ink this week in the Detroit Free Press. And let me just read the headline. Why one caddy holds secret key to success on the PGA Tour. I mean, wow, caddy. And this is an article about you. There's a lot of people that would pay big money for a secret key to success on the PGA Tour. Yes, I'm, I'm pretty impressed with myself after reading this. Um, <laughs> I had no idea. I got to say. I, uh, yeah, I, I like to joke with all the uh, guys, you know, the, the big name instructors, the gurus, all that. I said, you know, uh, I'm the only guy who every player on the tour pays, pays to do things for them. So. And that's the truth. Let me, so we're referring to your yardage books, correct? Well, let's let's set it up here the way that the author does. Uh, this is Carlos uh, Maneras uh, with the Detroit Free Press. And he says, the ancient Egyptians created the Rosetta Stone. Harry Potter began his education at Hogwarts with the standard book of spells. Moses carried stone tablets with the Ten Commandments down from Mount Sinai. I mean, this is the lead-in. And then he says, on the PGA Tour, players and caddies have the caddies yardage books. You'll actually have to go read the story if you want to know the uh, true identity of the caddy, as it lists his name there. But uh, it says uh, that you, the caddies and players carry your yardage books. I mean, so you, you're somewhat between a fictional wizard, uh, ancient Egyptians, and Moses. My goodness. Yeah, uh, well, you know, some things people don't know about the books. They're not allowed to touch the ground ever. <laughs> Keep them. Yeah, there's a lot of, uh, you know, it's, it's that's about right. I feel like yeah, that's a fair comparison to, you know, historical achievements and, you know, documents and things like that. I think they're on about that same level. No question. No question. <laughs> All right. All right. That's awesome. Well, since we're leading into that, uh, I, one of the things I did want to talk to you, and by the way, I got to get your take on 13 dumbest things in golf that we spent a lot of time talking in hour number one. But since you're mentioning the yardage books, 
Um, what, uh, what about this week, uh, Detroit Country Club? This is obviously the uh, all-new Rocket Mortgage Classic being played this week at Detroit Country Club. First time the, I think the players are seeing it. It's the first time I've, I've heard of the, of the club. And um, Tell us what you think about it, and how would you kind of describe uh, the, the, the club and, and what the test these players are facing this week? So it's an old Donald Ross course, and I say that in the same way that people say Frozen Tundra. Like, there's not really a new Donald Ross course, you know what I mean? Right, right. correct. But, but look, uh, Donald Ross, have you ever seen a bad – you ever been on a bad Donald Ross course ever? There's no, 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 they're no, all, no, 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 never. They're all just awesome, right? They're, every single one is just – you just love it. It just – when the thing about it is, right, you go through a course like that and you go – why can't anybody build something like this anymore? Because people try, but they just don't, it, there's some kind of, I don't know, maybe it's, it has to be there for 80 years in the ground before you have that same feel, even if you try to do the same design mm. ideas, but it is a mostly, it's got a lot of tight tree. It's got these huge oak trees all through it. So it kind of reminds you of, uh, although it's a very flat piece of land, um, it still reminds you of playing golf in Westchester County in New York uh, without the, mm-hmm. the rolling hill because of the big oak trees. Uh, it's got the rock, you know, the pretty good rock and roll and Donald Ross greens. Um, they're going to shoot low on it because it's a little bit moist out there. You know how that is with the dry and the moist stuff. And so they'll shoot mid teens out there probably, but great golf course. It's fun. It's nice. Y- you could not like it. It's, I, I, you know, I, I, I said uh, it, it'd be one I'd like to play every day. That's for sure. Hmm. So you mentioned the you mentioned the greens and rocking and rolling greens and stuff like that. Do they have spill offs, kind of like Pinehurst or whatever? It's not quite like Pinehurst. Uh, you know, Pinehurst is kind of unique in its severity. There's really hardly anywhere else like Pinehurst. Um, but yes, there there's still that same kind of Donald Rice idea, like. You can see guys, you might see some guys spinning it off the 14th green, even from the back shelf into the water. You have to be careful um, mm. about things like that on some of the holes. There are a couple pretty good, like the right side of number five, the par three, or is it number, what is it? No, I'm sorry, number two. No, it's number five, sorry. Uh, the par three has a pretty severe drop off on the sides of the green on the par three. So there's, it's, it's, it's got it. It's just not. Really, you can't find stuff as severe as Pinehurst. That's kind of unique. So you bring up an interesting topic, and we probably do a whole show on this and get some golf course designers and things. You mentioned some of the uh, features that make the golf course so appealing, and the first thing you mentioned were, like, these massive oak trees. Like, so that obviously takes time, right, to grow these, these big trees. Um, outside of that, I, I don't know if it's – to me, when I get on one of these older classic golf courses that you just fall in love with, it doesn't feel commercial. It doesn't feel um, contrived, massive. I mean, probably contrived, but it just doesn't feel massive. It all feels a little homey. I don't know how you build homey in a golf, but that's what it, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? It just feels like you're kind of in this little um, experience of being in your own private little world, rather than. I've got this big, massive um, dragon in front of me that I'm trying to slay, and I probably have no chance. I think one of the keys to what you said is that most of these courses, and maybe this is the secret sauce, is that uh, the holes are close to each other. You don't have to walk very far from a tee to a green. Um, There is 
it's golf course inside and it's, it's not like you have, you, you could walk 50, a hundred, 200 yards between this hole and that hole and have just something between you, whether it's houses or even a, trees or whatever. It's kind of like they, they build these things on a, on a small amount of acreage. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's all, I think that's part of it. Um, is that it's, it's, everything's fairly close to itself on the golf course. Um, is it a long, is it a long course? No, it's not, it's not long. It's, um, the other thing is it's also, um, I think the key word, Brian, which is huge is it just doesn't feel big when you look at it. Right. Yeah. It doesn't feel like you're looking at this mass expanse out there. Um, that I think that's what it is, is when you, you can have the same holes of the golf course put on a 400 yard plot or put on a 130 yard plot, right? You can do the same thing. Just what do you have between them that matters? And when you have those big expanses, um, it just gives you that it kind of loses that intimate feel or whatever that these classic courses have. I think that has a lot to do with it. I like that. That's good description. Yeah. It's really interesting. I think we should do a we should do a feature on on golf course design and what do we like best about golf course design and what makes up a great golf course cuz the key word that you said in there to me was it's a course that you would enjoy playing every day. And and there's yeah. a there's a difference between let's call it a great championship test and a golf course that you would enjoy playing every day. I think it's tough maybe to have both of those, although the very special ones do have that. But I think there's a difference, not only think, there's, there's clearly a difference between a great championship test of golf for the greatest players in the world to a golf course that you would enjoy playing every day, huh? Yeah, because the courses you enjoy playing every day are, are, are not going to really beat you up so much. Um, it, it's, you know, Pebble, Pebble's an interesting place because you could say Pebble's not a quote-unquote great championship test in that it's not going to always be difficult to shoot low scores. You can shoot really low scores when Pebble's nice to you and really high scores when it's not. If you take Wingfoot, that's more of a course that's going to kind of beat you up. Um, I mean, you could play it every day, but it's going to beat you up a little bit when you do. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Oakmont, Oakmont's the same way. Yeah. It's going to be, Oakmont's going to beat you up. Um, but it doesn't mean they're not fun to play in this and that, but it just, you know, it, you don't run a marathon every day, right? You run it once in a while. And so that's kind of what those courses are like. So, uh, Marion would, Marion might be the place where you'd say, well, you can certainly play Marion every day and some of it's going to beat you up and some of it isn't. It's kind of an interesting mix because Marion has like, the nine longest, hardest U.S. Open holes you've ever seen. And then it's got these little, like, almost, like, I can't believe this hole can be in a U.S. Open, yet it still drives guys crazy, but it's like 370 yards or 350 yards, and it's a hard hole. So Marion's kind of unique it, it, in that it, it's a, it fits into both categories. Yeah. But those are, those are kind of few and far between. I like um, it. This is, yeah, this is a really, really good conversation. Hit us up on Twitter, at RealGolf, uh, and let us know what you think. What is it that makes a great golf? What do you think is the great 
greatest golf course that you would like to play every single day uh, in your mind? And what, what are the, some of the values that you want to see there uh, that would make it that make it so, right? So I think that's something we can continue to develop for future shows, and, and, and I would love feedback from our listeners. You guys listening are obviously uh, golfers, or you wouldn't be listening. Uh, let us know what you think uh, about uh, our conversation today and what makes for a great golf course that you enjoy playing every day, and maybe some features that you wish were built into today's more modern golf courses. I think it's really good stuff. All right, Caddy, we're out of time. Unfortunately, uh, we didn't get a chance to, to talk to you about the 13 dumbest things in golf. I will just ask you one thing that Bob and I have been struggle, kind of going back and forth on, and that is poker chip-sized ball markers. Are you okay with them or not? Not really. Mm. <laughs> I, love, I, think, I think they're great business cards, though. Mm. Poker right. chip business cards, great, great idea. But no, not as not – Absolutely, I'm giving that the 100% veto. Wow. All right. Yeah. All right. There you go. Caddy vetoing it. Thanks, bud. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, gentlemen. There you go. That's the caddy joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. Short break. We'll continue next. John Bodenhammer, Senior Managing Director of Championships for the USGA, joins us next on Real Golf Radio. Hey guys, losing your hair sucks, and I should know. I've lost mine. And two out of three guys will experience hair loss by the time they're 35. Well, it might be too late for me, but it's not too late for you. Now there's Keeps, the easiest and most affordable way to keep the hair you have. These FDA-approved products used to cost so much, but now, thanks to Keeps, they're finally inexpensive and easy to obtain. For five minutes now and starting at just 10 bucks a month, you'll never have to worry about your hair loss again. So you just sign up, it takes less than five minutes, answer a few simple questions, snap a couple photos, and you complete your online doctor consultation. A licensed physician will review your info. They'll recommend the right treatment for you, and then it's shipped right to your door every three months. Keeps offers generic versions of the only two FDA-approved hair loss products that are out there. And Keeps treatments are up to 90% effective at reducing and stopping further hair loss. So if you suffer from hair loss, the last thing you want to do is wait to see a doctor. For a limited time, you receive your first month of treatment for free. Go to Keeps.com slash golf. That's K-E-E-P-S dot com slash golf. Do it today. Keeps.com slash golf. So you've thought about LASIK surgery, but you're hesitant. I get it. It's your eyes, and while it's a hassle to deal with contacts and glasses, the thought of a laser in your eye sounds painful and scary. Well, let me tell you, I had the same feelings until I went to Hoops Vision for my free evaluation. I was super impressed with the time they spent, and they put all my concerns to rest. I left excited and confident knowing that I was in the best hands with the latest technology. The day of the surgery was easy. No pain, comfortable massage chairs, and warm chocolate chip cookies to help me relax. And then the miracle. Within a few minutes, I could see. It's an amazing feeling, and now I can see where my golf ball goes, and I enjoy wearing sunglasses and not dealing with contacts that dry up out in the sun and the wind. It's why major champions like Mike Weir chose Hoops Vision. Hoops Vision is world-renowned, and with new techniques such as smile and camera, there are more options than ever before. Visit HoopsVision.com today and schedule your free consultation. Mention Real Golf Radio, and you could save $1,000 off your procedure. More choices, more experience, better vision at Hoops Vision. And here's Ricky on 12. What a comeback it's been for him today. Pin placement is a little tricky. Four. We're seeing something. Uh, something is getting closer. Holy. <clears throat> and that'll cost him. It can be dangerous to drive while distracted. Yet at any daytime moment, almost 660,000 drivers across the country are using electronic devices while they drive. Join me and commit to always driving distraction-free. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. The new OGO Alpha Convoy golf bags 
set a new standard for what cart bags should be. The new OGO Shano Fuse 304 stand bag is ultra sleek, but there's nothing simple about it. The OGO Alpha is inspired by tactical military gear and high-performance equipment from the outdoor industry. While the Shadow's integrated design and finest performance materials work seamlessly to deliver absolute efficiency for unmatched performance. Both are in stores now, or check it out at OGO.com. You're listening to Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, talking golf since Jordan Spieth was in first grade. That's Real Golf Radio. All right, welcome back to Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. Of course, son of, uh, you know, two-time U.S. Open champ Billy Casper, as well as a senior Open champion. Uh, And the senior Open being played this week, the 40th U.S. Senior Open as USGA championship season rolls on. And we are very pleased to welcome back to the show. We talked to him just a few weeks ago at Championship Preview Day at Pebble Beach, but he's the Senior Managing Director of Championships for the United States Golf Association. John Bodenhammer joining us now. John, how are you, man? I'm doing great on a bright, sunny day here at the Warren Course in Notre Dame and uh, just uh, getting uh, really balls in the air today for uh, another successful Open Championship. Well, that's great, and I want to talk about that coming up. But uh, if we could go back a couple of weeks to Pebble Beach for the U.S. Open, you know, you mentioned in the preview uh, that you in preview day that you weren't going to mess with the setup at all from the 2010 setup that, it, that you had a lot of success that week, and that that's what you wanted to to see again this week. Uh, it it there, I didn't hear any complaining, and, and the funny thing is, is, is it's almost a damned if you do, damned if you don't scenario. Because when they're when no one's complaining, people are wondering what the heck's going on. <laughs> yeah. I think that's right, and uh, but it was a magical week at Pebble Beach, and you know, and it's, Pebble Beach is 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 a special place. I think you know words like iconic, and you know, all of us USA think of it as a national treasure. It truly is when you you know you're there. It just uh, yeah, I guess the way I would characterize the week was everybody was just happy. Uh, I talked to a friend about that, and he made the comment, you know, the players, the fans, even the media, the, everybody just seems happy this week. It's a happy U.S. Open. I think it was, you know, <laughs> being out yeah. in the mornings on setup and, and just really seeing hundreds of people with their their phones out taking pictures uh, of the, with those magnificent views of, of, the, of the ocean and the beach and those great holes at Pebble and golf courses in magnificent condition. Never seen the putting green any better. The players all said that they were amazed and, and we just kind of all let it all happen and uh, let Pebble Beach be Pebble Beach and we had a great U.S. Open. You know, um, th- you you mentioned about the the greens and the green surfaces and that kind of thing. You know, Poana has a has a tendency to get kind of blotchy and bumpy and uh, a little a little um, uh, kind of leopardy looking as far as uh, with the greens if if they're firmed up a little bit. But I'll tell you what, those greens look perfect. The balls were hugging the ground as they were rolling. It was awesome. You know, it really was, and uh, there there has been over the years a lot of talk about Poana greens. Uh, they can be some of the best putting surfaces you can ever play on if they're maintained properly. And Chris Dahlhammer at, at Pebble Beach uh, certainly knows his putting greens and has them magnificent. It wasn't, it's not your uh, Poenia of yesteryear either. They, there are uh, oh dozens, if not hundreds of strains, different strains of Poenia in those greens. And 
small bladed, uh, been there for a long time, maintained properly. Uh, and, you know, last year for the U.S. Amateur, USGA and Pebble Beach did some research about uh, <clears throat> moisture levels in the greens that we kept, and, and, and we were able to use that research this year at the U.S. Open. It really kept smooth and consistent putting surfaces the entire week. In fact, I would argue that the guys made a lot of putts last week, and uh, we did have a lot of uh, good scores. Uh, and there were, you know, we can, we can talk about the why, but I think a big part of the why was, uh, they made a lot of putts on those greens because the greens are so pure. Absolutely. John Bodenhammer joining us here on real golf radio. As we look back at the U S open San Diego country club and, uh, those greens at Pebble beach for championship day. And I know they were just as good, if not better for the championship week. Um, I should say preview, uh, and, and the championship week, Th- those are some of the best surfaces I've ever put on. I mean, San Diego country club and those planted greens are just money and they, they were ever bit as good there at Pebble beach. And they typically have that, that different reputation. So yeah, I think everybody from that we talked to from the players to, you know, those on around the golf course, they, they all just raved about uh, how well those greens putted. So let, let's ask, a, let me ask you a little, bit about this it's it's funny because you know again the usga gets scrutinized sometimes for um trying to quote unquote protect par or to set the golf cup course up too difficult the golf course setup i thought was beautiful the the typical winds that you don't get at pebble beach didn't blow and so the players took advantage of it to me that was it in a nutshell how, how would you summarize kind of how the conditions all played out that week yeah, I think that's accurate. And, uh, you know, we went in with a plan. Our plan was pretty well uh, set uh, right after early in 2019. Back in February, we began to really kind of document what we were going to try to do, both with fairway widths. You know, we presented um, we presented the fairway widths, U.S. Open fairway widths at the AT&T Pro-Am in February. So there were no surprises for the guys. They saw what was coming. They knew we were going to grow some rough. Um, and I think they were surprised at the condition of the putting greens. They were so good, and I, I think that was a contributing factor to the scoring. But you're right. It was the five previous U.S. Opens that we've conducted there, we've had at least one day of sustained 20-plus-mile-an-hour wins, at least one day, and, and that's Pebble Beach. And we didn't get that. We had the marine layer. We did get 80 degrees uh, or two and close to it for three consecutive days uh, early in the week. And to maintain those putting greens, we wanted to make sure we kept enough moisture in them. And then we got the marine, marine layer come in, and and uh, it just created a, a little bit softer situation than we normally would try to get with firm and fast conditions and no wind. And it, it just looked, but, you know, we weren't going to do anything. We stayed with our plan. We weren't going to do anything to force, force things to get to a score. And if there isn't any better evidence that, you know, par is not our ultimate goal as an overall winning scorer, uh, than Pebble Beach this year. I don't know w- what more we could do. We, we, we set it up tough and true to the architecture, and then uh, we just let Pebble Beach be what Pebble Beach is, and, and it didn't get the win this week or that week, uh, it, but it, 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 uh, it usually does. It didn't. We didn't force it, and uh, we had a few lower scores than you'd maybe normally see in a U.S. Open yeah. setup, but it's, it was, you know, I don't know that there was anybody. I think it was unanimous with the players uh, and others, fans, media, that it was a great U.S. Open, and we're comfortable with that. And I, I think uh, we feel good about showcasing that it's not all about just having a winner at even par. That's not our goal. Our goal is to set it up tough and true to the architecture and then just let it be. Yeah, and and uh, like you said, uh, you know, more players under par that week, that kind of thing. I think 31 broke par or something like that for the tournament 
whatever. But um, is there anything that I mean, this is getting kind of nitpicky, but is there anything that you would have liked to have seen in the setup that that would have transpired? I think, um, you know, there maybe one small thing the last day we had the Marine layer really come in heavy Sunday morning and it did. Uh, it was almost a mist and I'm from the Seattle area originally and I grew up playing in the misty June mornings, sure. June mornings. I know what that feels like. Uh, those that live on the coastal parts of the West coast of our country and in the early summer months. And, and we got that and that did, that did, uh, you know, from a, from a green speed and firmness standpoint, it, it wasn't, you know, we, we were really trending nicely by Saturday, Sunday, we were, we were going to peak perfectly. And then we got that little misty morning that set us back a little bit. But again, uh, you know, that's a small thing because we, we had a great U S open. We have a great, we had, we have a great champion and uh, we just were really pleased with uh, again, just the outcome and not, uh, and not doing anything to try to force the score. I I just, uh, I hope everybody recognizes that and we feel good about it. John Bodenhammer, Senior Managing Director of Championships for the USGA, is our guest. And, and let's just speak to that real quick and get, get off the course conditions and setups. It, what happened at the U.S. Open was some great drama. I mean, it was a re- there were storylines everywhere. There was, uh, there was mo- people making moves. I mean, Brooks Kepka chasing history, looking to become the first player to three-peat in a U.S. Open in over 100 years. And he came right out the gate and pushed Gary Woodland. And Gary Woodland didn't flinch. And I'll tell you what, when you like to see – when you watch sports, when you want to see championship uh, caliber players at their best and to watch somebody handle the stage and the situation that he was in with today's most dominant player breathing down his neck. I mean, I, I don't know how you could ask for, for something better than that. I thought it was fantastic. Well, I, I totally agree with that. And we had a great leaderboard all week long. You know, you yeah, know, definitely. Rising to the cop. It always does it at Pebble Beach, cream rising to the, to the top of, of that leaderboard. And, and, you know, Brooks is uh, a special player. I think everybody, you know, and you, it's funny. You look at, at major championships and you look back, and I know going back to 2017 at Aaron Hills, it's been really gratifying. I know when we went through that, everybody, uh, a lot of people said, Brooks who? Right. Well, they're not saying that anymore. And so I think you have to let the lens of a few years play out before you, and you look back at a championship like Aaron Hills or, or even Pebble this year, and you look back and, and what it means three, four, five years from now, and, and and and, uh, and and what those great players go on to do, but uh, it was dramatic. It was uh, exciting, and in the end, that's what fans want to see. It's what players want. It showcases the greatest players in the world in the best way. Look, we're not going to do anything differently than we've always done. We're going to stay true to our DNA as we go forward. We're going to set up tough, fair, true to the architecture test because we believe in that. It's what we've always done for one particular reason. We want to create something special so that when the player that wins the U.S. Open gets to the mountaintop, he achieves what Tom Watson talks about. You know, my, He says, my dad told me that if you could ever win our National Open, you really will have achieved something special because you would have won on the toughest test of the year. I go yeah. back to something Jeff Ogilvie, a past champion from Wingfoot in 06, said, when asked a few years after that win, shooting 67 in the third round, I think it was a few years later, did you have fun today shooting 67 uh, uh, in the U.S. Open? And he paused for a moment. He said, hmm, I don't know if I would clarify or say that today was fun shooting 67 on a U.S. Open course, but I really feel like I achieved something. Mm. Because yeah. 
you know, they, they really have to showcase their skills, all of them, not just be one dimensional. And I think we endeavor to do that. We always will. And I think we saw that at Pebble in a different way. I think you saw Brooks come out of the gate making four birdies on the first five holes. He, he showcased his skills and, and Pebble just allowed him to do that. And it made for a really exciting, exciting uh, finish uh, all the way to that last hole. You know, we set that last hole up where that, that hole location was successful. He fired that three iron in there to a pretty firm green. Went over and he didn't get it up and down, but you know he could have stopped if it would have landed a, a few feet shorter. Would have hit the bank, uh, hit that false front, and stopped close, and could have been an entirely different outcome. We love that excitement, and uh, that whole location was chosen for that, and it and it almost it almost paid off. It was uh, it was really uh, a fun finish. Yeah, well, well done. And again, I know you take a lot of the brunt of the criticism. I think it's only fair to recognize that I, I you know, when when it goes off, just how you you hoped. And and of course, you know, again, we would have all loved to seen a little wind kick up and challenge these players from that standpoint. No, nevertheless, uh, I thought the outcome was fantastic. And uh, again, this week, uh, 40th U.S. Uh, Senior Open Championship, the Warren Course there at Notre Dame. Uh, again, you guys just continue to go. I, I imagine you're probably as exciting as it is. You got to be getting a a little worn out by now, huh, John? <laughs> it's, uh, yeah, a few of us are leaking oil after uh, several weeks, <laughs> beginning of the middle of May. Now we're uh, at the end of June. But, it, it, you know, you, it, the excitement, the the, uh, the positive vibe that's here in South Bend, Indiana, it, it's just been really amazing. Uh, just a few tidbits. Uh, we've done some special things in partnering with uh, Notre Dame here this week. Um uh, player registration was in uh, the football locker room mm. and to see uh, Newt, Newt Rockney and the speech uh, the, the Gipper uh, win one for the Gipper and to see uh, what what uh, this great tradition has created and then for the players to be able to go out on the field and throw a few footballs around and uh, this morning in all of their lockers our staff had a, a Notre Dame jersey made up for them with their names on the back and Cool. Uh, we had a couple of players uh, put the jersey on and walk out of the first tee and, and hit the sign that Notre Dame has been known for to say play like a champion. And, you know, just to experience that tradition here that is Notre Dame, and uh, it, it's really given it a special dimension. I think the guys have all enjoyed it, and uh, it's, it's gotten us off to a, what is going to be a great week. We have a great golf course uh, that, that is in magnificent condition. We did get an inch of rain last night, so uh, <laughs> Mother Nature is not cooperating this week thus far, but um, the golf course drains well, and uh, we're going to see some good scores today. 26 USGA champions in the field, 49 first-timers, uh, even Mr. Tom Watson, the oldest competitor there at 69, and uh, nobody's counting that guy out ever. Huh? I mean, just uh, what, what a champion, and I'm sure it's going to be fantastic. So, hey, John, thanks so much. We really appreciate your time, your thoughts, and your insights. Uh, very generous of you, and uh, we wish you the best the rest of the, the year. Guys, appreciate all you do for the game and promoting it. It's always good to be with you anytime. Thank you. You got it. There you go. John John. Bodenhammer, kind enough to join us right here on Real Golf Radio, Senior Director of Championships for the USGA. All right, we'll take a short break. Uh, We'll continue next. Thanks for joining us right here on Real Golf Radio. (laughs) 
Hey guys, it's a great time to get into Barbecue Pit Stop, Utah's barbecue pro shop, and get the tools you need to up your barbecue game. Barbecue Pit Stop has the best selection of the best smokers money can buy, like Traeger, Yoder, Big Green Egg, Kamado Joe, and more, plus over 200 rubs and sauces, and lots of accessories. I know you're wondering if you really need another grill. Well, a smoker isn't another grill. It's an upgrade from your grill. I haven't turned on my gas grill since the day I got my smoker. Head into one of their three locations in Layton, Salt Lake, or Lehigh, or online at barbecuepitstop.com. Hi, it's Ned Siegfried. Siegfried & Jensen has been around a long time. We've been handling injury cases for over 30 years. During this time, Siegfried & Jensen has had the privilege of helping tens of thousands of Utahns. If you've had the misfortune of being injured in an accident, we'd love to help you as well. To talk to us for free about your situation, call us at 801-222-2222 or visit us at SiegfriedJensen.com. I'm Bob Casper with the Casby Real Estate Group, where we have more than 40 years of combined real estate experience in Utah. We understand that the way people buy and sell is rapidly changing, and life's biggest moves can be a stressful experience. At the Casby Real Estate Group, we provide cutting-edge technology, innovative marketing strategies, and skilled negotiation to help you reach your goals. We care about what you care about, and our most important partnership is with you. That's why I'm with Casby Real Estate Group at iPro Realty Network, where we pride ourselves on life's biggest moves simplified. Make you into golf, the place to shop for dads and grads with their summer savings sale happening now. Go faster and farther with the new Callaway Epic Flash Driver with flash-based technology for more ball speed and distance. Get custom fit for free today. And measure your distance with Bushnell GPS and range finders and save up to $70. Choose from the Phantom, the Hybrid, or the Tour V4 Shift. Uinta Golf is your place to shop for the hottest golf gear this summer. Uinta Golf, home of the 90-day satisfaction guarantee. Hi, I'm Brent Brown. When I opened Brent Brown Toyota in 1999, I never dreamed that in 2016 would be Utah's number one volume new car dealership. And in early 2017, when we became the number one Metro Toyota dealership in the entire United States in customer loyalty, you can imagine how proud I was of my team. Simply put, no other dealer in Utah, or in the entire region for that matter, has as many repeat customers as Brent Brown Toyota in Orem. At Brent Brown Toyota, bending over backwards isn't just a slogan, it's our mission. And just because you get our low prices doesn't mean you have to give up on great service after the sale. In fact, people drive from all over Utah and beyond to get our incredible deals, and then they send their friends and family. You don't become number one in the nation by taking advantage of people and then never seeing them again. Excellence both during and after the sale is what keeps our customers coming back again and again. That's probably why Time Magazine recently selected us as the quality dealer of the year for Utah. So if it's time to buy a new car, why not buy from the best? Brent Brown, Toyota, and Orem. You're listening to Real Golf Radio. Now back to Brian and Bob. All right, thanks again for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Thanks to Callaway Golf, our title sponsor, uh, each and every week right here on Real Golf Radio. Get up to CallawayGolf.com, the number one driver. Epic Flash with artificial intelligence is available and is the number one driver on major tours worldwide, number one at retail. And if you haven't tried it, get out and do so. You can customize it as well, like I did with their customs program at CallawayGolf.com. All right, uh, again, thanks to John Bodenhammer, Senior Managing Director of Championships for the USGA, the 40th. U.S. Senior 
Open is going on this week at Notre Dame. Correct. Cool to hear some of the things that they did for the players. Also, thanks to the caddy, Boyd Summerhays also shared some of his thoughts on uh, junior golf and uh, coaching his kids, that type of thing. Dave Neville, uh, senior managing uh, director, of, senior director of brand management for Callaway Golf, joined us in hour number one as well. It's been a fun show. What'd you learn, Bob? Um, I learned I learned uh, how not to. Uh Get frustrated with my boys when I play golf with them. That's a good one, right? Um, I thought that was just, really insightful. Just let, just let them have fun um, and uh, not make it too serious. Um, also, uh, um, it, I, I enjoyed I enjoyed talking with with Bodenhammer and his thoughts on on the U.S. Open at Pebble Beach and and going forward. And if you're a guy that likes the pain and the suffering that the U.S. Open tends to provide, well, Wingfoot should be uh, just your kind of golf course next year. That's sure. right. Yep. No Whatever doubt. the golf course is, it's that's how they're going to set it up. All right. Well, it's going to be good, and we appreciate all the guests. Thanks to you for joining us each and every week right here on Real Golf Radio. For our producer, Dave Glauser, for Bob Casper, I'm Brian Taylor. Thanks for being with us. We'll see you. Thanks for listening to Brian and Bob on Real Golf Radio. Join us on Twitter at Real Golf or on our website at realgolfradio.com. It's been real.